Thought Guy. I've said this before. I said it a couple years ago at election time, or actually, at, at actually yeah, at, at, after the election. Um, I believe there's a wake-up call being announced. And I certainly don't think that, that our society, our culture, the world, uh, needs to be educated by violence. But I think there comes a time when, and I, I'm, I'm totally cool with people being angry and upset and sad, I mostly get sad, when, when these incidents occur, especially the last few days when we're, no pun intended, hit by them, bang, bang, bang. But there, there, there needs to come a moment for everyone in our feelings about these incidents where we have to turn around and go, okay, it's time to wake up. I can wake up here. I can wake up by supporting organizations, supporting people, maybe getting out there with a sign, maybe um, flying to here and there and being part of a protest. Um, by my vote, by my emails and writing into representatives. There's so many actions that can be taken. But the first one that has to be taken is here. Even if we are peaceful, woke, as they say, people, <laughs> we need to wake up again. We need to put it out there so that those who aren't woke can get woke before they put that weapon in their hand, or that weapon in their mind, or that weapon in their pen that brings uh, some sort of legislation that is dumb, stupid, and helps no one. That is done out of anger, that is done out of uh, me only, and all that other stuff. We have to start here. And when we start here, when we retreat, and I'm going to talk about that now, we inspire others to do so. You know, I'm not saying that we just do that as our community and our organization, and then it, it'll spread out. Well, it will. But we want, to, we want to reinvest every time something like this happens, whether it's a violent occurrence, whether it's dumb legislation, whether um, some obvious idiot gets voted in. Whichever party, all parties have idiots. Um, and some of them I voted for. Um, <laughs> yep. We need to reboot ourselves first and then get out there and take action, whatever that equals. Writing a check, holding a sign, writing an email, etc., etc. So I want to start by talking, um, breaking down this word, retreat. Now, you'll notice in the front of the program that I put a little dash between re and treat. 
um, because retreat is defined in that um, that uh, uh, maritime. I want to say in in uh, you know like an army leaving the scene of the battle, um, and I don't want to confuse it with that. But I'll talk about that as well. So re and I, I said this a few weeks ago, re means again, or again and again. So that's what the re part is. We are returning to, we are coming back again. Now, treat has multiple definitions. Treat is a behavior. How we regard, discuss, or act toward ourselves or others. How we treat ourselves or others. It's also a healing, right? So if you get hurt, then the doctor, the nurse, or whoever treats you for that hurt, whatever it is. Or if you go to a practitioner or a therapist or, or any counselor of some sort, then they treat you in whatever is going on in your mind or in your consciousness, if you're coming to a practitioner, um, and they treat that. So it's how we tend to or minister to ourselves or others. It's also a celebration, right? You receive a treat. It's always, always nice to receive a treat. When I found that uh, little uh, ball, I thought that was kind of a treat. Um, it's how we gift, pleasure, share, and amuse ourselves and others. It's also the application of a process. We treat something. Um, you get wood for your uh, patio you usually get it treated so that it can withstand um, the, the weather and the environment. It's how we prime and prepare ourselves and others, our minds with thoughts, feelings, and beliefs that bring abundance and goodness and magnificence into our life. Spiritual mind treatment is that, prayer, affirmative prayer, meditations, visualizations, etc., etc., etc. Treating is a process of celebrating the healing and revealing of our best selves. It's the application of returning to our factory settings. <laughs> Treat is also a Swedish hard rock band from the 80s. Don't you love Google? Today's talk title is Factory Settings. It says that in the um, program. Originally, I was going to call it Make a Fresh Start. But then I thought, we're not like, you know, milk cartons that have the little date on it where you don't <laughs> want to use it afterwards. Um, then I was going to call it Waking Up to the Original You. But instead of concentrating on new or old or vice versa, I wanted to concentrate on original that the factory settings of who and what we are is something like in the meditation we need to step into. Like what's been happening this week and affecting us in various ways, we need to step back into our factory settings so we can get through this. So that we can be of help in any way, shape, or form. Remember, I, I told you the story of how we got here. Some of you might not have been here when I... Um, when I did that, so let me give you the quick, the quick version of how we got here. Once upon a time, there was an energy, a force, a divine intelligence, you might say. Within the vastness of its mind, it decided to express itself by creating a vast cosmos of planets, moons, galaxies, and suns, each a unique 
individual and special idea. Some places were very cold and rocky, dry and bland. Others were hot and powerful, and others of great beauty and color. Then this powerful source noticed something. Hey, it's dark. And another idea lit up its mind. And the source of all created a powerful celestial body that emitted rays through a Milky Way, not a candy bar. And this divine intelligence thought, wow, that's very cool. I speak my word and call these rays, this light, this, this is great. Now I can see things. Light, what a concept. I like it. It's good. And the planets, moons, etc., express express themselves by spinning around. This light. But after a while, divine intelligence got bored. <laughs> now what? So this divine intelligence decided to work on a specific celestial body. It wanted to choose a planet to, to do something special with. And let's call it Gaia. Now, Terra. Now that sounds like a plantation. Um, <laughs> Earth. Not sure what that means, why that was called that, but whatever, it's called Earth now. So this Earth was the project of the weak for the divine intelligence to express itself. And divine intelligence, oh gee, it takes so long to say that, divine intelligence, divine intelligence, I'm just going to say God, okay? So we'll call it God from now on. So God no, it's just a word, God. Don't get, don't get freaked out. We could say the opposite of it, dog, if that makes sense. <laughs> so dog decided to plant itself by decorating this earth place that I was just talking about with nice green and brown flooring, a pretty blue ceiling, and also seed the place with nice art, like fruit-bearing trees, herbs, and flowers. And then it stepped back. Saw its word in, in process again and it said, Mmm, this is good. And then it took a nap. The next day, God, dog, looked around and thought, Hey, this is a nice place. I did a good job. But boy, is it quiet. Hmm. So it made the animals, the birds, and the fish. So they barked, they roared, they chirped, they meowed, they buzzed, they squirmed, swam, flew, creeped, and many other things, these animals. And God liked that and decided that that was good and then took another nap. <laughs> now the next day, God, dog, was looking around and decided that maybe it needed to express itself a little more boldly. Maybe a bit more drama might be interesting. So maybe a creature that does more than eat, poop, and mate might be appropriate at this time. It said to itself, something that has access to my powers of creation. Hmm. Now that would be interesting. I'll give this creature the power to manifest any and everything they desire, positive and negative, whatever that means. Um, that would be interesting. This creature would have unlimited possibilities in their life, choose which thoughts and ideas to grab onto, and manifest these things into their life. That would be interesting. I will speak my word and make it so. In fact, 
I will make it so that they will be able to speak their word and make it so. Way cool, huh? And God said, and so it is, and then took another long nap, and so it was. And that's where we came from. That's an illustration, silly maybe, of our factory settings, of what we may have forgotten these last few years, of what we tend to forget when things like the last few days start showing up. Rumi said, you were born with greatness. You were born with wings. You are not meant for crawling. So don't. You have wings. Learn to use them and fly. I think it's time to reboot our perspective. We get so wrapped up in tweaking ourselves, making ourselves better, making ourselves um, not feel negative feelings or do the negative things that we forget our factory settings and that when we go back to these factory settings when we go back to who and what we really are and where we came from and why we were brought here each of us then we are empowered purposefully to vibrate after your eyes are open and you stretch and your body's up The sister story last week and the great thing about that story is is the punchline of the story where she says to the little baby tell me about God I'm beginning to forget because that little girl was three or four and she's starting you know, now she's learned to speak now she's learned that word no over and over again to, and sometimes that's great because you don't want them touching the hot stuff and and she started to be good meaning that everything is good. It's not a positive or negative type of uh, definition. Because spirit is, is all-knowing and all-loving and without judgment. And positive and negative is a judgment we put on things. Remember, remember who we are, where we come from, is like on the computer. Did you ever push um, Control-Alt-Delete? Can you do that on a Mac? Yeah. You can do it on a Mac too? Okay. Control Alt Delete. So when you. That is already there, but we are so powerful. We've been given such a power that we have the power to ignore it. We have the power to not purposefully use it if we so desire. In Exodus, a little Bible for you. In Exodus 25, it says, make for me a sanctuary, and I will dwell in it. Now, it's not talking about appetite for the divine. We need a holy ravenousness. <laughs> a holy ravenousness. Be that divine in you. Have a ravenousness for who you are. Remember, you're the actor, you're the director, and you're the playwright in your life. You're also the casting director in your life. So what roles are you casting right now? And you can take classes, and you can do all these great things, but until you embody them into your heart, as well as your mind, until you allow your intuition to inform you and 
to bring you back to revealing the divinity in you. It's all words. Words are powerful. Words with heart. Words with intuition. Words with 